It's all me, just don't go. Meet me in the afterglow. Hey, Dev, you ready to record the podcast? Oh, yeah. Welcome to Tay 2 Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. On our last episode, we talked about a place in this world, and times when we were lost or found our place. Today, we are discussing our first song from the Lover album, Afterglow. (laughs) Afterglow is the 15th song on the Lover album. Lover was released on August 23rd, 2019. Afterglow was co-written by Louis Bell and Adam King Feeney. The Lover album was supposed to be played the, live this summer during Taylor's Loverfest tour, which was uh, unfortunately canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Afterglow, we're assuming, would have been on the set list. We don't know. But besides that, the song has never been played live. The actual definition of afterglow is light or radiance remaining in the sky after the sun has set, which is basically the whole vibe and color palette of the mm-hmm. entire Lover album. It's yeah. all in the afterglow. The purple pink sky. Purple pink sky. That we always come back to. Yeah, which I just love. Uh, the vibe of this era. The vibe. Yeah. The vibe of the era. Lover happens to be my favorite album, and I know that we've talked about that in past episodes since we're, what, on episode five now, which is crazy. Very exciting. Already. <laughs> How insane. And it it is a really awesome album, and Afterglow is a song that isn't necessarily my favorite on the album. It It's still really good, but there are a couple of others that top it for me um however after listening to it a couple of times over while we've been researching it it has grown on me and that is something that taylor's songs always do yeah i'm a huge fan of this song actually um i'm obviously a huge fan of lover as an entire album of course um i really like this the vibe of this song and like kind of like the different feel to it and um What I love most about it is kind of the change in the narrative of Taylor taking accountability Mm -hmm. for her role in relationships. Um, A lot of the biggest criticism that Taylor gets is that she, quote unquote, plays the victim, which that has a lot of problematic um, sexist undertones to it. Um, But still, that is a criticism that she gets. Um, And I think all of us in our own breakup see ourselves as victims in some way. But in this song, she really takes accountability for the role she plays in the relationship and um, how what anxieties or worries or past experiences she brings with her that maybe isn't fair on her current partner. Right. And I just love it. And it's there aren't too many songs where she does that. Yeah, it is a more mature sound from absolutely and and this whole album uh, if you haven't listened to it like just go and listen definitely like over and over and over It, it it is so good and it it is her growing up i mean this song specifically has a lot of imagery of that uh time uh after the sun has set and it 
it's comparing the relationship to that that the relationship was the son and she created a problem in the relationship and now they're in this afterglow of can this relationship still work is it still possible before it becomes fully night Mm. and like the relationship is is gone you know it's that moment where you might be able to make up Mm. you might not be able to make up and she's trying to with this song and i mean i if you sang this song to me (laughs) and to make up to me i'd be like yeah yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah, well, and I think, too, some <laughs> ideas of, like, the afterglow, too, is, um, you know, that idea of the time after the sun, but also the time after, like, something special or some good moment where you're mm-hmm. basking in the afterglow. Right. And I think that is, like, that perfect time for people to make up. Yeah, definitely. And going into the lyric of yeah. it a little bit, you know, she says, why'd I have to break what I love so much? I blew things out of proportion and now you're blue. Put you in jail for something you didn't do. And it's a lot of regretful lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of her coming up with metaphors for how and what she did to this person. And, and who we don't know what this relationship was, who this relationship is, right? I mean, we don't know for sure, but it seems to be that Lover, this whole era, is about Joe Alwyn. Sure. That's what it seems to be. And, um, you know, Taylor realizing that, you know, when it comes to relationships, it's not necessarily her partner that's her enemy, but she can she's almost her own worst enemy mm-hmm. in terms of her anxieties and her mm-hmm. past and how she feels about relationships in the public eye and wanting to keep something just to herself. And, yeah. you know, she's handled this relationship in such a different way because it's almost sacred to her and she wants mm-hmm. it to be hers instead of everyone in the world to pick apart and criticize and sure. get involved in. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, I really love some of the lyrics just even more. It's all me in my head. I'm the one who burned us down, but mm-hmm. it's not what I planned. Sorry that I hurt you. Like, there's this regretful tone, but it's very apologetic, and it's very much, like, I know it's on me. Like, I'm taking ownership for this, but I don't know how to fix it yet, but work with me. Help yeah. me fix it. Yeah. Um, it's like this is a new sort of territory for her in, in feeling, like, like, she really wants to make it work. Yeah, and the, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this to you, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose this mm-hmm. with you. Like, she knows it's important and worth fighting for, but she needs that equal partner to fight for yeah. it with her. Yeah, it is. Fighting for true love is boxing with no gloves. I love that. Yeah. Like, it, it's true. You, you fight for it if it's something you believe in. Mm-hmm. And, boy, it sure seems like Joe is the guy. I hope so. So... Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I and so for, for all of our listeners out there, each of the albums that Taylor has released have lined up with Gab's life in some way. Um, <laughs> in some way. In, in some way. <laughs> uh, she had said that Taylor speaks directly to her. Mm-hmm. In our intro episode. And, and so this, this Lover album synced up very well with our relationship. Yeah. And so... Well, and also with, in terms of, you know, Taylor hopefully finding, like, the person she's meant to be with, if that's the case, you know, we found each other right around that same time mm-hmm. her and Joe met. And I love that idea um, of our lives being in sync. Entwined. It's okay if it's not. You are for sure my one. It's yeah. okay if Joe's not hers. Yeah. <laughs> I hardcore relate to this song. Yeah. Like, very much relate to this song. You know, as someone with 
anxiety and who sometimes goes worst case scenario or has an extreme reaction. Sometimes things from the past can come up that could lead to like, you know, me hurting you, my partner, when that isn't my intention or my goal or something triggers me that you had no idea because it just was something we'd never discussed because it was maybe from my past and I hadn't even remembered it. Yeah. And sometimes I think I just react so strongly and I react really emotionally right away. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to come out that way. Let me think about this Mm -hmm. before I react. I like when she said, like, went off like a siren, just crying. Like, you know, my first instinct (laughs) is to cry when I'm hurt, like almost instantly. And sometimes like when I'm crying, it's a big deal. And sometimes it's not. But sometimes it's hard to differentiate between that because my reaction is often very strong. And I think like what's really cool is that you know it takes a lot of work and effort and someone worth fighting for to not hurt them it's like you don't want to hurt the people you love the most and sometimes if you're yourself not whole and not okay you can hurt them and it can like your reactions can affect them and I think like this song and the idea of it is trying to be like I'm not meaning to do this I'm gonna try and work harder and not I take accountability like I know what I did and, you know, finding that relationship that's worth taking that accountability for. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of that comes with maturity and yeah. really understanding that sometimes, you know, it's not even something that was done that can cause a problem, but it's a reaction to something sure. that can cause a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And the maturity of it is, is a really good point. If, if we're looking at Taylor, this album is her as a woman who mm-hmm. has gone through heartbreak who has gone through relationships and and has written songs about it and has dealt with it in her own way and none of those people were her people mm-hmm. and going through all of the the heartbreak and the pain and the hurt to then be able to find the one to find that person mm-hmm. it makes it all kind of worth it yeah and We'll get to this later in, I think, the, the song Invisible String about everything leading up to one moment mm-hmm. and of us, you know, meeting and whatever. And that's like crazy and karmic and whatever <laughs> and yeah. serendipitous. But I I can relate to this, too, because looking back on my past relationships and there have definitely been times in, in the past where I was the person that caused the the pain and the the hurt and not knowing how to fix it Mm -hmm. and not knowing if you do try to fix it will it help or will it matter because it's it's again it's a two-way street both people have to be receptive yeah and um but then also knowing that looking back at all of those times when I maybe tried to make up with somebody or or whatever that they weren't it for me. Mm-hmm. And and now I'm in a relationship with somebody, you. <laughs> somebody. Who? Somebody who just <laughs> happens to be sitting across from me right now. Um, where everything, it, it's 100% worth it to fight for everything because mm-hmm. that's what we, you know, mean to each other. Yeah. And, and to communicate through it all. Yeah. And work through your problems. Yeah. And I think like this song, is it's just Taylor being so self-aware and mature. Mm -hmm. And just that idea of if someone hurts you instead of kind of storming off or not talking or not texting back. Instead being like, 
hey, this hit a nerve because X, Y, and Z, and explaining it and working together to understand it instead of, you know, shutting each other out. Yeah. And I think that that's so important. Yeah. And I think that I hope that her and Joe have found that kind of communication. Yeah. You know? And I think think they're on the path to that, at least, because they're not really in the public eye. Mm -hmm. She's keeping this relationship relatively private yeah and no one really knows much about the relationship you know and and that's good yeah like so many of her past relationships have been in the public eye yeah you know and um and she and that just grew up half her life in the public eye yeah and it just gives it so much extra pressure yeah that is unnecessary yeah and so for this to just be the two of them Mm -hmm. for them to be able to figure it out by themselves like that is part of it and that Again, it comes back to maturity, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think of the afterglow as this like kind of like beautiful conciliatory time almost. Mm-hmm. Now we are getting to our segment called Gossip Gab. So as most uh, Taylor Swift fans know, Taylor left uh, the hidden messages in her liner notes behind after 1989. But that really didn't stop her from placing Easter eggs and songs, music videos, her social media. And it definitely didn't stop us as her fans from speculating about every line and every song. So this one, you know, it's not really very gossipy. You know, we've already talked about how we feel this is about her relationship with Joe and her owning up to her mistakes and her owning up to how she feels in the relationship and the baggage she's brought to it. I really see this song as a grown up stay, 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 Mm. which we're not going to get to for a while. But, you know, between that song and or like Back to December, it's Mm -hmm. one of only a few songs where she really takes responsibility for her actions. Um, This happens a lot more on Lover. I think she's like very self-aware on this album. But like throughout her history and a lot of her songs, there are all these lyrics about like men coming back after they've left or her begging for them to stay or, um, you know, the narrative of like a guy like wanting to like leave but coming back. And this song really changes that narrative, which I love. It turns out that, you know, Taylor just needed someone who was worth fighting for instead of fighting against. Mm. And I think that that's just like so perfect and so beautiful for this song and the way she's sharing, you know, all her anxieties and what she feels she does in relationships. Mm -hmm. Like that love is something that's worth fighting for because she really wants it. And it's someone who's going to work on it with her. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So what's your favorite line in this song? Oh, my favorite line is this ultraviolet morning light below tells me this love is worth the fight. Oh, yeah. Whenever she puts color into mm-hmm. her songs, and she does it in so many of her songs, she loves the metaphor of color and um, and what color represents. Mm-hmm. And, and they represent different things to her in different periods of her life yeah. and, and different eras. Uh, which we'll get to in Daylight, which another fantastic freaking song from this yeah. album. But it's it's just the the imagery of that. Seeing if you close your eyes and you think about the light, the ultraviolet light, and and seeing that, and and knowing that that's worth fighting for, and it it, it it's really really cool. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I really like, I think it's the bridge, when she says, tell me that you're still mine, tell me that we'll be just fine, even when I lose my mind. Mm. And I mean, I love it, you know, as, you know, someone who doesn't always process things the best initially, I just like that kind of like 
tell me that we're going to stay together. Even when I lose my mind, like I'll be there for you, but like, tell me we'll still be together. Mm. Cause yeah, there are just definitely moments of where I'm like, Oh my God, I can't believe I reacted that way or said that. And just being able to like work through it. It's just, it's a really beautiful thing. And just like her, I don't know, being able to relate to her to being like, Oh my God, like I lost my mind there, you know? Yeah. Sometimes that happens, yeah. <laughs> you know, being a yeah. highly emotional person is, is hard <laughs> and being a very sensitive person can be hard, you yes, know, empathetic <laughs> and, and not knowing if what you're saying is uh, going to maybe hit a nerve mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. get it. I understand it. So on a scale of one to ten boxing matches with no gloves, oh. <laughs> what would you give after glove? Okay, so I think I'm going to give Afterglow an 8. Okay. I love this song. I love most of the songs on Lover. It's not my favorite, though. Um, so, But I still think it gets an 8, which is a pretty high score. I think it's my highest yet. So far? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm going to give Afterglow a 7. Okay. Because I, I do, I, I really like it, and but I know that there are some other songs moving forward and especially on this album that i uh, rank higher mm-hmm. so if this is on my favorite album and i give it a seven then and it's but it's low ranking on the album for me yeah you know yeah to, that's how your your numbers yeah. are working i get it yeah 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 so yeah we want you guys all to keep listening along with us we hope you're listening to the songs as mm-hmm. we do these episodes um and also we just want you to follow along with us on instagram at tata z podcast and give us your thoughts we like love to hear people's personal relationships to these songs what they feel like if they like them if they don't so yeah reach out to us at tata z podcast yeah next episode we'll be covering the big kahuna mm-hmm. the crown jewel oh, yeah. of taylor swift music all too well from red damn yeah 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 it's gonna be good oh. so come hang with us <laughs> i'm devin and i'm gab this has been tay to z see you next time <laughs>